Friday edition of the Phillips File. Every Friday at this time, of course, we talk with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. Without further ado, we have a lot of ground to cover. Please welcome Pat Clark back to the program. Hello, Patrick. James, how was Thanksgiving for you? It was okay. I have an okay? Yeah, it was all right. I had steaks. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Uh I, uh, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I'm not. You know, me, my wife, and my brother-in-law, and it was like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to spend all that time cooking all that stuff. So we just had steaks, put them on the big green egg, had some asparagus, you know. Yeah. Some mashed potatoes. Everything was beautiful. Fried bologna sandwich for me. Oh, it's oh bad. Now, now I you're feel making bad. me sad. What? Don't feel bad. It's delicious. <clears throat> Good. It got you an instant pot. <laughs> no, I did. To give away? Yeah, it's, it's but yeah, exactly. Whatever you want to do with it, you can keep it, give it away, whatever you want to do with it. But oh. I, ha- I, I, I do have one. It's in the living room. Well, is so, he supposed uh, to come over and get it? No, I'll, I'll get it to you somehow. I mean, we'll, we'll get that figured out. I just want to let you know that I got one for you. I think Jack said he would uh, try to get into the prize vault over there at the okay. radio station, give me a couple of prizes for the uh, okay. fundraiser. Well, so I got I'll one for you. If you're serious, James, you're serious about donating, I'd be, I'd be honored. No, I have it. I mean, I'll, I'll take a photograph of it and send it to you. I mean, it, it's there. I got <laughs> I it for you. Instant pot. It makes food fast all in one pot. Oh, yes. Forget that old school. Uh, i got to get into some things now. Scott Frost. Let's talk about Scott Frost. Oh, bye-bye. He's, he is good as gone come Sunday. Am I correct? Um, well, all signs are kind of pointing that way now. Yeah. But obviously there's no official word. Right, right. I do know that um, there are TV stations driving satellite trucks down from Nebraska today. Are to they really? Yeah. Tomorrow because they're, they're assuming that uh, this is going to happen. This I can tell you. I can't tell you how I know this, but I do know this Uh-oh. as fact. This past Monday, mm-hmm. uh, Scott Frost didn't know what he was going to do. He has he has been torn, and I know that uh, this has been an agonizing time for him. I bet he, he obviously wants to make the right decision for for himself and for his family, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't want to he doesn't want to let anyone down, and it doesn't matter what happens here. He's going to let people down. It's um, and it's hard to say this. It's going to sound funny for someone mm. who is either way going to make millions of dollars. I almost feel sorry for him because he, you know. And the funny thing is, if the Nebraska job didn't come open, then we probably wouldn't have this conversation. He turned down Florida. Didn't want to talk to Florida about right. that job. And right. if you think about it. That sounds. Weird, doesn't it? I mean, who turns down Florida? Who doesn't have a conversation with Florida if the Gators come calling? He's a fiercely loyal guy. And when he says that he loves his players and he loves his existence at UCF, he means it. He really likes it there. Yeah, I don't doubt that so, for a second. I mean, I think uh, I think he probably thought, and it looks like he had a very good chance of building a dynasty at UCF, but that, uh, you know... Nebraska comes calling, you know, he was the quarterback for Nebraska and, you know, I thought I thought from the beginning, I mean, that would happen. A lot of these coaches, it's ego. It's it's not the money so much, it's ego. Well, yeah. Uh that you know, ego plays into all of these I think so. all of these decisions, but it does make tomorrow's AAC championship game at uh, Spectrum Stadium a little bit bizarre. 
I mean, there's going to be a, a different feel to that because, you know, assuming we don't find out before the game what he's going to do, and mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty mm-hmm. safe assumption, um, everyone will be watching the game wondering. Wondering if this is the last game that Scott Frost coaches at UCF. Um, you know, and let's say that UCF beats Memphis, and there's no guarantee that's going to happen. Oh. Since UCF defeated Memphis on September 30th, and I believe the final score of that game was 40-13, to it was a rout. Since that game, no team in America has scored more points than Memphis. They put up 70 points on opponents twice. So they're coming to play, and obviously they've got that revenge factor right. at work here as well. But let's say that UCF wins the game, James. Mm-hmm. Then they would go to the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, and they would play a legitimate opponent. It's a New Year's Day. It's a New Year's Six Bowl game, right. which means they could play, depending on what what plays out in you know these other conference championship games on Saturday, they could play an Ohio State. They could play Georgia. They could even play Alabama, uh, which would be a great – against any of those teams, it would oh. be a great litmus test. So I guess my point is th- this coach comes in, he takes an 0-12 team, and in two years yeah. UCF realizes its first unbeaten season – ever, and just the whole idea of them playing in a bowl game without Scott Frost on the sidelines is, is just, well, it's sad. You here's know? A pre- yeah, here's a prediction. Here's a prediction. He will get a standing ovation tomorrow by UCF fans. I think UCF oh, fans and boosters are disappointed, but, uh, you know, we understand. Everybody understands. I saw that game last weekend. I thought it was absolutely last Friday. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. One of the best college games that I can remember. And I mean, I I think then and there, and you've been talking about this for a long time because we've questioned about why they couldn't fill the stadium and games passed. I mean, um, you know, I'm 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 a fan now. I'm a you know, I'm never I'm never going to stop being a Gator. But that's my that's a hometown team. I consider now UCF my hometown team. Aww. I do. Aww. I thought I th- I thought it was Aww. fantastic football. I just thought it was it was exciting. It was fun to watch, and hopefully they will continue with that level of success. But I think UCF people, uh, I think they you know they understand that this well, happens. That was the marketing campaign that they had, you know, this is your this is your hometown team. Yeah, you don't I think have it to have gone to UCF, good. but you're living here now, so you can support your Gators or Seminoles or Hurricanes or right. whatever. Um, but you live here, so there's nothing wrong with supporting the hometown team as well. Right. And, James, I have to tell you that since I arrived here in 1986, I've gone to a lot of UCF football games, mm-hmm. and I have never experienced anything like this. I remember when the Knights defeated Baylor in that huge upset a few years ago out of the Fiesta Bowl, and I'm thinking it's just never going to get better than it is right now. Well, I was wrong. That experience in that stadium, and Scott Frost even said in his post-game comments, we saw tonight a glimpse of what things should be like here at UCF and what they can be like and what they uh, potentially will be like. A sold-out crowd, and that place went nuts when Mike Hughes returned that kickoff 95 yards for a touchdown. I I thought my eardrums were going to pop. It was incredible to be standing on the field and witness that, something I wasn't certain I ever would witness at that stadium um, but it was extremely cool. Let me move on to a couple of other uh, Florida teams. We've got a new uh, head coach, Dan Mullen, for the uh, University of Florida for the Gators, who was, uh, you know, has been a big time coach, uh, SEC coach, mm-hmm. and then of course now the big news today: Jimbo Fisher leaving Florida State to go to a SEC team, Texas A and M. 
And uh, for a lot see, of money, James. Yeah, and I think that's part of the. And I also think among these coaches, it's you know, it's it's they're like business people. They want to take something that's struggling and say, I can turn this around. I can make this a success. And that's part of that's part of the that's part of the ego. That's part of who they are. And uh, I don't know if there's anything else going on with Jimbo Fisher, or maybe was the what are they offering him there at Texas A and M? Money was. Well, the report is that it's a ten-year uh, deal. Yeah. It's seven and a half million a year. So I mean, it's, oh, a, it's Jesus. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Him, That's ridiculous. The second highest-paid coach in America, behind Nick Saban, who's making more than eleven million dollars. That's not right. Nick Saban's average. I mean, it's not right. Uh, salary is a little over eight eight million dollars. Uh-huh. And money, money always is part of you know any equation. But yeah. I also believe that. In this case, with regard to Jimbo, that his relationship with administrators at Florida State had become toxic to the point that they just couldn't get along anymore. Oh, no kidding. I mean, he, he was upset because Florida State wasn't uh, providing uh, better facilities for mm. his team, for his his program. That He wanted a, a standalone football facility uh, that he doesn't have. He sees what Clemson is doing up there, and he's thinking, I, I want that, and we should have that. And he always wanted more money, and administrators just got tired of listening to it. Who's going to take so, his place? Do we know? I don't know. Any idea? No. No names no. being bandied about? No. And, you know, they've got a game tomorrow. They play Louisiana Monroe, <clears throat> a game that they rescheduled because they need one more win to become bowl eligible. Right. One of the assistants of Del Haggins will be coaching tomorrow, so Jimbo won't be anywhere to be seen as they try to. I mean, there's that, there will be another bizarre atmosphere up there in Tallahassee. It was going to be strange enough having Louisiana Monroe come in and play just to see how many people would actually be there. I wonder how many people will be there now. Um, But I don't know who they'll turn to next as the head coach. But he did a a hell of a job while he was there. No question about it. Almost 80% of his games. Well, maybe now the Gators will at least have a fighting chance to win against the Seminoles. Well, Dan Mullen's a good coach. Yeah. He, did, he did a he did a fine job at Mississippi State, and you know James, and he was the a mentor to Tim Tebow, right? And Dak Prescott, who played quarterback for him at Mississippi State, Alex Smith. So, I mean, he's got the credentials, and he's you know he's he knows what it's like to be in Gainesville, and he's clearly aware of the expectation, having been an assistant for two national championship teams there. So, it'll be interesting to see how he gets the job done as well. Somebody Not told me being even the first choice. Yeah, somebody told me that Tiger Woods, he's in a tournament. We're in the Bahamas this weekend, is that right? It's one of those funny money events. It's yeah. the Hero World Challenge and he's been playing lights out. That's what I heard. Last I checked I watched a little bit of his of his play today for a while. He was leading the tournament today, James. Tiger now, Woods. My goodness gracious. Tiger Woods. Back in the saddle again. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember now that, the, again, it's a funny money event. It's What's that not mean? an official PGA Tour. It means it's it's not a regularly scheduled PGA Tour event. Yeah. Um, I mean, he can't earn points PGA Tour to oh, gotcha. a okay. championship <clears throat> here. And there's only 18 golfers in this tournament. Oh, but come on. It's, it's, I mean, these are the elite golfers in the world who get invited to play in this thing. So. Just He's for money. Against the best it the best. is. Yeah. Just come over and play, and we'll give you a check. You don't, you don't even have to win. We'll just give you some money. Everyone's getting paid in this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sweet deal. Wait, even if you don't win, even if you're at the bottom of the, the leaderboard? Well, Moira, you know this, and on regular PGA Tour events, they have a cut, and yeah. if you make the cut, yes. you can finish in, in last place on Sunday, you're still getting a check. Oh, interesting. 
I mean, there are a lot of guys out on the PGA Tour who who can't win golf tournaments, but they cash nice checks every right. week. Right, right, right. So you can make a you can make a very good living out on tour and, and not win at all. And the Magic uh, broke their losing streak. Well, that's just great, isn't it? Uh, boy, don't sound so excited. <laughs> Hope Springs well, eternal. I'm glad they did because it's, it's it's very frustrating for them right now. And you can see it in Frank Vogel's face. When he, I mean, how many different ways can you answer the questions yeah. when you're in the midst of a nine-game losing skid? And now tonight they have to play Golden State. The defending NBA champions are here tonight. Yep. So, And then they go back out on the road for a couple of games. They're in New York on Sunday. So. Yeah, lost the maybe, mojo. Maybe this is a good thing that uh, triggers a turnaround. Let's hope. Let's hope that's the case. Uh, you never know. I mean, still early. Yeah. Or don't they say it's still early in the season? Isn't mm-hmm. that what they always? There's a lot of games in each year. Yes, there's eighty it's some mar- games. Right? It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's uh-huh. the line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you believe any of that? No. They, yeah. They're they're still they're back to being stinky, right? I mean, they started off. <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. Right. They started off strong. They got a little lucky. Beginner's luck, some or other. And now they're back to their regular antics, which is PU. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, if you if you watch them, these are these are a bunch of really nice guys. I mean, yeah. being nice doesn't win games. But my, the point is, they're they're good guys. And Frank Vogel has reiterated this after every loss. Like they're trying. These guys are playing very hard. It's not for lack of effort. Right. This just isn't a team that is full of talent that can compete night to night with some of the better teams in the NBA. That's their scourge. They just don't have the talent right now. That uh, And they haven't for some time now since Dwight Howard left. It just has not been a franchise that can compete day in, day out in this marathon, not sprint, uh, with other teams. So. Not to dwell on it, but I'll go back to Florida. They're having a fairly decent season so far in basketball. Lost to what? Lost to Duke by only three points the other night. Well, and that's that know, good or were, bad. They were leading. They had a big lead in that game too. Oh, I mean, and maybe that's why Florida is just that far from being spectacular. Yeah. But again, it's real early in the college basketball season too. Yeah. it's a great litmus test for them to play. Now, Duke, number one in the nation at the time, Duke was able to come all the way back from a huge deficit to win the game. But Florida looked spectacular uh, for much of that game and for much of this early season. So, yeah, look for them in March. They're going to be very good. All right, I'm going to get that instant pot to you somehow. You know, I'll get it It up there somehow. It might be tough for me to give that away as a prize, James, and how much I love to cook. You can do whatever you want with it. I'll I'll get it up there. You take a look at it. You can go ahead and cook with it a little bit and then give it away. I don't care. Stop it. That's not night. I'll make a little chicken vindaloo in there. It might you yeah. know, stink a little bit. Make but, beef stew or something. I think you would like beef stew makes in there. A, I don't know if you're a fan of Indian food. I don't know if you've ever had Indian food. It makes the best Indian. It's restaurant-quality Indian food. I'm telling you right now. What, like what What kind of Indian food? Like chicken uh, vindaloo or butter chicken. Oh, butter chicken. You will you'll die. If, I'll get you the recipe oh, for butter chicken. You'll, after you have that butter chicken, my recipe, you'll want to move to Bombay. Oh, boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> James, I grew up in Colfax, Iowa. We didn't eat Indian food. Well, no, you never had know. fondue until we took you out that one time. So That's true. Yeah, yeah. you probably never had it again. And he never had it again. <laughs> and I still haven't had lobster. Well, we're going to take oh, you out for lobsters. we got to do that. Yeah, we're going to do that after the first of the year. All right, we'll get you out for lobster, all right? That sounds great. Pal. All right, man. Have a great weekend. Thank you, James. Thank you, Patrick. Pat Clark handles sports over Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will.
Alexa, can you unclog the toilet? Yeah, I'm kind of busy right now. But until then, just tell her to play WTKS-FM Orlando. Getting WTKS Orlando Radio from iHeartRadio.